for joining me for this week's episode. You're listening to the Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Uh, for this week's episode, I wanted to get into the NFL trade deadline. Uh, the deadline was today. Only a couple trades happened, but uh, the one notable one was Von Miller going to the Rams. Uh, so we'll get into that. Uh, the World Series is on today. Game 6 going on right now. Um, and then, yeah, just want to talk about some baseball and NFL. Uh, a little bit of NBA. So first with the NBA, you know, it's still early in the season, obviously. But, you know, in the offseason, they try to change, make changes to the rules. You know, when, you know, guys like Steph, uh, you know, Trey Young, uh, James Harden, you know, shooters, they would they would shoot the ball and, and then make an awkward motion, you know, like a non-shooting motion. And then uh, they would bump into the defender and they would get a foul call. It was one of the most annoying plays in all of sports. It just drove me crazy. Well, they changed it now. Um, now it's essentially a play on. And now, you know, all those calls, you know, they're not getting those calls. Those players aren't getting those calls. So, you know, they have to play through the contact. And now it looks really funny when, you know, someone shoots a jump shot, shoots a three, and then tries to bump into the defender, and there's no call. They just they look stupid out there. And then there's a turnover, and they're just, like, laying on the floor. Like, it's embarrassing. And, um, you know, you have some players already complaining. I know uh, Harden and Nash were complaining because, you know, they're saying that he's a poster boy for – for these charges and uh, or for these calls and he's not getting to the free throw line and um you know obviously you know you're gonna have to adjust your game james harden and um you know i know he's kind of in the back end of his career he's what 32 now 31 32 um so you kind of have to adjust in how you play because before you know he made a career out of manipulating the rules and you know getting the extra contact and go to the free throw line you know he'd shoot 15 free throws a game basically um but now you're gonna have to work for your shots and you can't rely on getting the call all the time you know which is fine um and that's how it should be but it, it, it's fun to watch and and i'm sure guys will just you know throughout the season uh but you know i i love the new rule because i, I couldn't stand that you know someone jumps in even when steph curry did when he jumps in uh, to a defender and then he lets it go and then sometimes he make it or not but he would still get that call and it was just like you're doing something that a normal shooter shouldn't do, you know, like by bumping in people. Uh, but, you know, you know, to go along with the Brooklyn Nets, um, you know, James Harden hasn't looked himself really. Um, you know, he show, he's had moments. But uh, I think the big story there that hasn't really been talked about is uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant seems like he's really frustrated. Um, I think he's frustrated overall with, um, you know, the absence of Kyrie Irving. I haven't heard anything new about that yet. Um, so I, I think they're just holding out for him and he's still not going to get the vaccine, you know, which is his decision again. But, you know, you're 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 making a selfish move because you're not the only person uh, you have to think about. You have a team, there's coaching staff, you know, there's family members, there's people in the community in the city that you live, like there's all kinds of people they have to think about. It's not, I know you're, you know, everyone says, oh, it's my choice. I want to do what's right for me. But what about what's right for everyone else, you know, society and, you know, trying to get past the pandemic and, and, and COVID and, you know, making sure that other people don't get it. But, you know, that's another conversation. So, uh, but Kevin Durant seems frustrated with, you know, he had, he had a technical because he threw the ball in the stands, got ejected for that. 
And then he had another one where he like kind of elbowed and, and pushed down Kelly Olenek. He got ejected for that. That was within the span of, what, like three, four days or something. So he seems to be frustrated with the, the start of the season for the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, some games they look good, some you know, not so much. You know, they, they're not off to the start that you think they would be off to. Um, you know, and I think a lot of it has to do with the absence of Kyrie Irving. You know, they were expecting him to play big for him this year. They were expecting Harden to come back from injury and be back to his former self. But I think he's having problems with the rule changes, James Harden. Um but you're seeing a lot of frustration there with Kevin Durant, and I think he's probably missing uh, Steph Curry and, and Draymond Green and the Warriors and thinking, like, why did I go to Brooklyn? Why am I, why am I trying to go over here to Brooklyn and win a championship over here? You know, you had it made there in Golden State. You know, you had a, an organization who was backing you up, and, you know, you had a culture that was dedicated to winning and dedicated to playing basketball, not worried about outside noise or anything like Steph Curry just wants to play basketball Draymond Green they want to play basketball they do all the stuff in the community and you know they're outspoken about their beliefs and stuff but they still show up to work um, and then when Clay comes back Clay is coming back you know for revenge you know he, he wants to come out and show everyone that he's still the same player that he was you know pre-injury we last saw him in the 2019 finals um, so you know it's just a different culture where they're they're playing they're not worried about other stuff and I think um think kevin durant is having some doubts i don't know about it for sure but he looks he looks upset he looks frustrated for sure um so on to the nfl um i don't know let's talk about the world series first so we have uh game six going on right now um they're in houston and you know the the braves had a chance to shut out the astros to win win the world series in game five they i think they hit a grand slam it was like the first or second inning it was early on uh, they had a four-run lead, and then the Astros came back and just started getting some hits, and I think they ended up winning. Um, you know, the or the the Braves only w- scored one more run after that, um, so then the the Astros had pulled away after that. This game right now, going to the fourth inning, uh, Braves are winning three-zero, uh, so they look to to close out the the Astros and win their World Series. Uh, but I expect, I don't know why, I just I have a feeling this series is going to go to seven. Um, so they would go back to Atlanta uh, for the next game. I think, you know, even though it's the World Series, you know, you have some, some great talent there. I've been in and out of some games. Some games have been better than others. But, you know, there's been a lot of offense. You know, it has, it has been exciting at times. But overall, it was just, I don't know. I don't have that same feeling for it. Maybe I'm still scorned because the Giants lost on the check swing. I, maybe that's what it is. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm still rooting for the Braves. Hope the Braves win. Um, and, you yeah, know, I don't know. Maybe it would have been more exciting if it was uh, Dodgers and Astros because, you know, those teams hate each other and there's a lot of drama there or whatever. But um, so far it's Braves over Astros. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, moving on to the NFL. Uh, so the NFL trade deadline was uh, today, I believe, at 2 Eastern. Uh, some notable names not getting traded, Deshaun Watson and uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Deshaun Watson, the only ch- team that was going to trade for him and only team he wanted to go to were, were the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they decided last minute that they were going to back away from that uh, with all the uh, pending 
uh, assault cases that are on him right now. Um, so, yeah, which is the smart move, obviously. You have to wait it out because, you know, he might either uh, go to prison or, you know, could get charged, could get dropped. We don't know, but he's still eligible, eligible to play technically. Uh, but, you know, the Dolphins, they don't – there's no reason – to trade for him right now anyway, you know, and especially if you are going to trade a bunch of, you know, your starters and draft picks and then you can't build around him. And then he's basically going from one shit franchise to another shit franchise. So it's like, <laughs> then he's going to be unhappy again. So I don't know. It, that was uh, frustrating to, uh, to learn that they were trying to trade for him, you know, given the circumstances. And then Odell Beckham Jr. You know, it hasn't really been a fit at all. Um, they're in Cleveland for him. He's looked terrible, honestly. He doesn't look that, like the same guy. He looks like he's still injured some games. He looks like he's just out of it, like he's dying for a trade. Um, and then his dad posted on, on a long video, I guess, uh, on YouTube about uh, it's just clips of Baker Mayfield missing Odell Beckham or not throwing towards his son, and uh, he's wide open apparently. And uh, so he has his dad uh, fighting for him to get more targets or to get traded. Um, I just don't think he has any value right now. You know, there was probably no teams, you know, any teams that were actually offering anything substantial for him. You know, it, he's just a, a big cap hit for teams right now. Um, I do have him in fantasy, and it's been terrible. I haven't even thought about starting him at all. He's just there on my bench. Um, but, yeah, the I mean, the Browns, you know, you can't force feed him targets but you know just get him the ball get the ball in his hands you know get him give him some quick slants some um some bubble screens just get him in the open field you know let him run um you know but they don't it seems like they don't even try to try to get him going you know jarvis landry has been the better option for them i guess um but yeah they didn't get traded von miller though the Den formerly of the denver broncos got traded to the los angeles rams uh big trade obviously for for the Rams, you know, he's 32 years old. You know, I think he only has five, maybe six sacks on the season so far. Um, you know, definitely on the back end of his career. Um, you know, Super Bowl 50 feels like it was a long time ago. Um, you know, he had that contract dispute with uh, the Denver Broncos. They decided to bring him back. And, um, you know, the defense was good, though, there in Denver. And then, you know, they, they had a good start. And then their offense was bad. And, now they're just a bad team, and uh, Vic Fangio is probably done there. Um, they're probably gonna. I don't know if they even trade for Aaron Rodgers or what happens with that because Aaron Rodgers is. Uh, he seems pretty happy in Green Bay. You know, they they pulled out that win against um, Arizona on Thursday night. That crazy win because AJ Green just apparently quit the game mid play, didn't turn around for the ball, and uh, then it was intercepted. Um, but. You know, back on um, on Von Miller, you know, he, he – this is probably really good, the best place for him, I guess, trade-wise, because, you know, the Rams don't have to depend on him as much as other teams would have to. And, you know, him, you know, um, being in his early 30s already, there's a lot of wear and tear on his body. He's had, you know, some injuries. And, um, you know, with opposing teams double-teaming Aaron Donald – that's just going to free up space for Von Miller. So, like, Von Miller's not what he was four or five years ago, obviously, but he's still effective. And, you know, if Aaron Donald is getting double-teamed, there's an opening for, for Von Miller to get a sack, then 
then that's great for the Rams. But for the Rams, they're they're going all in on the Super Bowl. Like they're they're putting all their chips on the table. You know, they have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and I think they only have like two seventh round draft picks for uh, next year's draft. Uh, so they're definitely going all in there with Matthew Stafford in that offense as well. Uh, but I mean, a great trade though because I mean, if you think about the NFC, the NFC is only like what. I think right now three teams can probably make it. Like you, the Packers look really good. Um, you know the the Buccaneers obviously, the Rams. You know um, Cooper Cup is having an amazing season. Um, Stafford looks good. I guess you could say the Cardinals, but I mean I don't know a, a great team. Like you you win that game against the Packers if you're a different team. I feel like, but you know because that should have been a touchdown. AJ Green turns around, catches that ball, touchdown, right? Um, so maybe four teams, um, you know, Seattle, no, not with that injury to, um, uh, to Russell Wilson, um, you know, maybe the Cowboys, I guess, you know, they won, they won, they beat the Vikings, uh, with Cooper Rush as, as their starting quarterback, mainly because Kirk Cousins blew that, blew that game. But yeah, you know, I guess, you know, they beat a decent team in Minnesota with their backup quarterback, um so yeah maybe you can say five but i need to see i need to see them win uh, one or two playoff games at least because you know they every time they go to the playoffs it just doesn't happen for them um but yeah so good move for the for the rams because you know they're they're going all in and the the other teams that they're having to play didn't really make uh moves you know any postseason teams didn't really make any other moves um and then let's see what else uh derrick henry he you know, he might be out for the year. Uh, he has, he's getting surgery on Wednesday, I believe. Uh, he's going to be out for like eight weeks or something. So he may come back this year and just in time for the playoffs. Uh, but that's such a devastating blow for the Tennessee Titans. You know, they had two big wins and, you know, they were kind of showing everyone how good they really are. Uh, so in the absence of uh, Derrick Henry, they have turned to Adrian Peterson. They have signed Adrian Peterson to the practice squad and plan to elevate him to the active roster. I think he's 38 now. Uh, but I think their their plan for this, I guess, is you know um, they kind of they want a big running back uh, to kind of simulate what Derrick Henry provides for them, which is hard, you know, especially someone who's in their late 30s. Uh, like Adrian Peterson, it's hard to replicate it. So you're going to have to have, you know, help from everyone that you can get basically in the running game. Um, I need to see a couple of games first from the running game and see how they adjust. Um, you know, but with, with the talent that they have in that wide receiver room, they should be able to maintain, you know, this team and, and make the playoffs still. You know, you still have Julio Jones, who seems like he's always injured. You still have A.J. Brown. Your defense is, is pretty decent. But if you're signing Adrian Peterson, why don't you why don't you sign, you know, other big running backs like Brandon Jacobs, see what he's up to. He was trying to make a comeback. I remember that. It was what, a couple years ago. Bring in, you know, LeGarrette Blunt. you know, call Marshawn Lynch, you know, just bring in maybe Jerome Bettis, get some, um, get some power backs in there for that team. Um, yeah, I almost put money on him to win MVP also. Uh, so I'm glad I didn't do that because I would have I lost money on that. But uh, Jameis Winston tore his ACL for the Saints. 
Um, you know, and they ended up beating the Bucks though uh, with Trevor Simeon, uh, and I think Taysom Hill was out for with a concussion. Um, so I think he will be back at starting quarterback, but I'm not sure. Sean Payton hasn't uh, made an announcement there. Um, so yeah, some some big NFL news uh, with Henry Ruggs, uh, which I'll get into here in a bit. Uh, the Chiefs and the Giants uh, Monday Night Football, uh, pretty boring game. You know, the Giants had a chance to win the game at the end, uh, ended up losing 2017, but they had the ball in their hands with less than a minute left, and uh, Daniel Jones got sacked twice. Uh, Chiefs escaped with the victory, and man, I uh, I wasn't concerned about the Chiefs. I kept saying, hey, they have Patrick Mahomes, you know, they've won the Super Bowl, Andy Reid is there. They have Travis Kelsey. They got some dudes out there. You know, I'm not worried about them one bit. Uh, Derek Gore was uh, the bright spot for them uh, with that running game. You know, he looked a lot better than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and uh, I bet he didn't cost them a first-round pick. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I wasn't worried at all. You know, I'm like, oh, they're fine. You know, just a rough start. But if you look at their record, you know, they're 4-4. Four and four. Um, you know, I know the Chargers are kind of falling. You know, they lost two in a row. You know, you could probably catch the Raiders. Um, you know, so they can still win the division. But I'm looking at the bigger picture. Once they get into the playoffs, you know, there's a lot of hungry teams. And there's a lot of teams that are going to want to beat the the Chiefs even more so than other teams, it seems like. Because, you know, they were showing out, you know, oh, Mahomes is the greatest of all time. Andy Reid is goaded. You know, you got Kelsey here. And, um, you know... They were just showboating a little bit, feeling themselves a lot, you know, maybe didn't make adjustments and, you know, maybe stuck with what was working for them for so long and, you know, just, you know, playing really loose and fun with it. But, you know, this season, you know, their, their four wins on the season that they have so far is the Washington football team, the New York Giants, you know, those are both bad teams. You know, I know they've lost, they lost to the, uh, the Chargers, they lost to uh, the the Ravens, the Browns, and they also lost to the Bills. So that's that's their four losses right there. Uh, but their wins, they're not even against good teams, you know. And they also lost to the Titans. Um, you know, they lost or they beat the Eagles, and they beat. Uh, that was it. They beat the Eagles, Washington Football Team, the Giants. Oh, and they beat the Browns the first week of the season. That was the game where the Browns had, a, I think, a 20-point lead or something going to the second half, and they blew that game. The Chiefs came back and won 33-29. So even in that game, they were, they were down by a lot and had to come back, so they had to correct their stuff there. And out of those four wins, like the only one who's who has a chance to be a playoff team right now are the Cleveland Browns and – you know, Baker Mayfield just came back from injury. Nick Chubb just came back from injury. Um, you know, we, we talked about Odell and their struggles. And, you know, they're struggling as an offense. They haven't been able to put together a, a good offensive game plan for the last couple of weeks. And um, so other than that, like, there's no no marquee win there. You know, they barely beat the Giants, blew out the Washington football team, which they should. And, and you know, the Eagles were, were kind of there. But, um, you know... Now their schedule gets a lot tougher. You know, they play the Packers on Sunday. That's their next game. And then after that, they play the Raiders. You know, Raiders are off to a good start. They seem to have been playing more together, been playing better since, uh, 
you know, John Gruden's departure. Uh, then they play the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys are feeling good. You know, they had Cooper Rush sit out that or start that game, you know, because Dak Prescott, that was a last minute thing, too. Like an hour before the game, they're like, hey, Dak's not playing. You know, he's injured. Uh, so we're going to go with Cooper Rush. So they, he had like no time to game plan or, or prepare, and he goes out there and wins. So um, I think Dak will probably be back for that Chiefs game. Then they play the Broncos, should beat the Broncos. Then they play the Raiders again. And then it's Chargers, Steelers. Bengals and Broncos. Oh wow, they go into they go into January now with that additional week. Hmm. Okay, um, so yeah, that that's a tough schedule for them. You know, they're still making those bad turnovers, and I don't know, but uh, yeah, they need to need to correct some things there. Um, I you know that's why I picked the Bills. You know the Bills are still still trying to get over that hump because once you get to that pinnacle, you win the championship and stuff. It's hard to hard to find a way to to get back there again. You know because if you think about it, this run that they're on, you know, essentially it's like four straight years of deep runs in the playoffs, and that can wear a lot on a team mentally and even physically. You know, chemistry wise, a whole a whole bunch of things there. You know and. Um, you know, they need to rebound, you know, cause if they don't rebound, there's, I think there's going to be a lot of changes. I don't know what kind of changes they make, you know, cause you, you know, you paid, uh, Kelsey Mahomes got a new contract. Uh, Tyreek Hill, I think got a new contract. Chris Jones, you paid some guys, you know, some guys got paid. They won a championship. Like they're cool, man. They're good. They're good for their career. Now they're fine. Um, so yeah, on, on to this, uh, Henry Ruggs, uh, news, you know, uh, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Raiders. Uh, his career might be over. Um, you know, he was in Vegas. This was this morning at three in the morning. Uh, he struck a vehicle. He rear-ended a vehicle. He was uh, intoxicated. He was drunk driving, and he was going at a high rate of, high rate of speed and had his girlfriend in the passenger seat. Uh, he veered into the other lane and rear-ended a RAV4. Uh, they didn't release the victim's name, uh, but the car um, like exploded, engulfed in flames, and uh, the driver of the RAV4 was deceased on sight. Uh, man, she was she was only 23 years old, and she was um, they couldn't confirm if she was either going to work or coming back from work, so she probably worked in you know, the Vegas nightlife and stuff. Um, just, uh, a, a, that's a terrible, terrible story and sad, sad story to hear. And, you know, she was so young too. And, um, this was all something that could have been avoided, you know, um, Henry Ruggs, he had a best friend in high school who told him to, uh, play high school football. Um, and that friend died in a car accident at 17 years old. So you would think that Henry Ruggs would be, you know, more, I don't know, mature or make more, uh, you know, have better judgment, you know, especially when you're in the financial situation that he's in. You can not even just an Uber, you know, you can just, that's the minimum that you can get an Uber. You can get a taxi. You can fucking walk. You can do whatever the fuck you need to do. Uh, but no, none of that happened. He decided to get behind the wheel of his car, and not only that, you're you're driving drunk. You would think if you're driving drunk, you would just drive slowly, you know, and just make sure you're being if you have to drive, 
make sure you're being as safe as possible. But if but he was driving and he was going really fast too and drunk like just didn't give a fuck about anything. It's just like you know what, man, I'm untouchable. I'm Henry Ruggs. I'm a very average, mediocre wide receiver in the NFL. I'm untouchable. But not even with just getting an Uber or a Lyft. You can have a fucking limo service. Teams should be providing. I don't even know if they do. I know some of them do for certain athletes, but they should just be providing that service to people. Um, and then I saw on Twitter that someone had a got a tour of the the Raiders facility and his locker room was cleared out. They took out the nameplate, took out all the gear, all the stuff on the tour on the at the stores, at the Raiders stores, all the Henry Rugg stuff is gone. Uh, Utah is a, or not Utah, sorry, uh, Nevada is a state that uh, believes in a minimum of two to 20 years uh, in state prison if you are charged with a, a fatal DUI, and that's what he was charged with on site. Um, yeah, just a, a terrible story, uh, you know, so, you know, I feel bad for her family, you know, um, but it was it's avoid it's a, it's avoidable you know you can get a, a fucking uber a lyft you can have someone drive you walk you can do all this stuff and he decided not to um so he will probably serve a minimum of two years in state prison um you know he's only 22 years old you know so he'd be out 24 25 but he he could be there longer um I, there was there was news that it was one person that was um that was found dead in the, in the car that he hit, but um, there's other reports that it was it might have been two people in the car. I'm not sure, um, but yeah, that is just a, a terrible, terrible accident. And yeah, it's just um, yeah, I don't. That happened with Dante Stallworth. I I don't remember when this was. Probably a few years ago. Dante Stallworth was like drunk and high, and he was driving, and he struck an elderly. A pedestrian and i think he just got probation and he was just like that was it and th that person like lost their life and um and all he had to do was probation you know obviously like you live with that and stuff but you know the family members of that person who's no longer here has to live with that every day they have to watch the news and you know it's all about henry ruggs henry ruggs henry ruggs like yep well that's the fucking guy who struck our family member's car and it just caught on fire and now she's dead because he didn't want to take an, a, a lift or an uber or anything else he he wanted to drive his fucking corvette and just speed in the neighborhoods and and struck someone so um yeah tough news there uh but man this the nfl is just like there's always something like this that happens in the nfl um one like this with like a DUI accident. The only most recent one I think of is Dante Stallworth. And then you have all the Deshaun Watson stuff. And, you know, that's just that's just bad. That's like the worst part of sports. It's like, you know, you get some guys who get some money and they think they're invincible. And then they start drinking and driving. Like, dude, you have, you have money to avoid this, you know. And, I, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of issues with Vegas and... Uh, and the Raiders, you know, earlier this year you had, uh, what's his name, Jacobs, uh, the running back Josh Jacobs for the Raiders. He had he got arrested for a DUI too, and he crashed his car. 
Luckily, he didn't he didn't kill anyone or anything like that. But if he's doing it and other people do like they just feel comfortable doing it, you know. Um, the Mark Few, the Gonzaga college basketball coach, you know, he got pulled over. I think he was in Idaho or on the border of Idaho. Um, you know, and he, he got he got arrested for for DUI or he got stopped and he only got suspended for one game. And the way he acted on the on the camera on the um, on the audio, like he was just better than the police officers. Like he was like you know like he's this untouchable guy. Like dude, you're a fucking basketball coach. Like everyone else can follow the laws. Like don't drink and drive, dude. Like that's your own shit. That's your fault. You know if if you're that drunk you know it depends i guess what county or what city that you're in because there's a there's a zero tolerance you know cities where you know you can't have any any alcohol on you while you're driving but some you know they allow like you know under the the legal limit which is like is it 0.08 um, but if you know if you're a little bit under that you have like one drink or something then you're fine but you know you, you should look up your your um your state codes and stuff or your city codes and see what the actual law is or what kind of city it is. But, um, but yeah, you shouldn't be doing that, you know? And, and these people like Mark few and all these other people, like what kind of, what kind of precedent does that set for other people? You know, it's just, it's just stupid. Like Mark few could have killed someone. Does he know how lucky he is and how other people are around him for not killing someone? So the first, uh, college football playoff rankings were released during this podcast, so let's check those out. So the first set of standings, you have Georgia, number one, Alabama, number two, Michigan State, Big Ten there, number three, Oregon at number four, representing the Pac-12, Ohio State at number five. Oregon beat Ohio State earlier this year, so obviously they should be ranked ahead of Ohio State. Cincinnati having a great season so far. Number six, Michigan at number seven, Oklahoma at number eight, Wake Forest number nine, and then rounding out the top ten is Notre Dame, Oklahoma State at number eleven, Baylor at twelve, Auburn at thirteen, Texas A and M fourteen, uh, BYU fifteen. Okay, BYU is not gonna make it, but um, yeah, the top top ten basically is uh, a pretty interesting, good mix of of uh conferences and, and universities and stuff in regions of the the country i mean top four alone right there you have two sec schools obviously every year you're gonna have you know georgia alabama or alabama lsu alabama and someone else right but then number three michigan state you know that's nice you know get some big 10 love there and then um then oregon pack 12 so that'd be a that'd be a great top four finish right there because you have you know three power conferences right there you know you have sec big 10 and and uh, pac 12 right there uh so yeah it'll be interesting to see you know someone has to win the heisman i don't even know who's who's favored to win the heisman right now um but you know i it was spencer rattler i think in the beginning of the season and then he got benched and you know now for oklahoma i guess specifically they're nine and oh and they're ranked eighth in this top, uh, these college football playoff rankings. And I think mostly it's because of their inconsistency at quarterback. You know, they, they're like the biggest fraud team, I think, out of all these rankings. You know, they, they, bear, they have to come back against lesser opponents. 
You know, Spencer Rattler was horrible early, earlier this year, got replaced by a freshman, and he's been he's been good. He's been giving them keeping them afloat, keeping them undefeated. But, you know, I don't that that team is not legit at all and that and I'm happy with the the eighth um sl- spot for them right there because uh, there's no way they're even better than Michigan who has one loss or Ohio State with one loss Oregon with one loss definitely not Alabama with one loss um I don't even think they're better than Notre Dame who has one loss but Notre Dame's ranked 10th uh compared to Oklahoma's eighth but um yeah I expect them to not even even if they finish undefeated they're probably not going to make the playoff or go to a big bowl, I don't think. Uh, but we'll see. Keep our eye on on all college football and other sports. Uh, but that's all I have for, for this week's episode. Uh, we'll be back next week and uh, check in on other things. So thanks for listening.